Uh, we are back. Welcome to. Did you do it on purpose, or is that my headphones? That's your headphones. Oh, it's not like you, you do like a cur- It's like you did like a Kermit the Frog. Oh, we're back. Hey, we're like, back. Oh, okay. So that obviously wasn't you because that's a terrible impression. Ah! Anyway. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right, that's actually way better. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Twitching Upstream. Uh, depending on what you're watching, this is my favorite show that I do. <laughs> <laughs> that also yeah. Dylan is a part of that comes out on Tuesdays and is our live one. Uh, but easily my favorite in, in those subcategories. This is an offshoot of one of uh, my other favorite shows, Talking Upstream, which just started season two. Um, and that what we do is we find our favorite creators. We find people that have created our favorite movies or podcasts or uh, board games. Or... Are you saying we actually have a season two done beyond a trailer? <laughs> we have actually started and officially started officially started a season two yeah oh, um, we have lots of trailers of season two going uh a very little motivation um uh, well, uh this one is have, actually have you seen yeah. everything recently yeah, in this I've economy seen, i've seen stuff in the economy it's okay. it's it's not great it's pretty bleak uh <laughs> but if you want something that's not bleak, you can check out uh, some nobodies. We got some weird shows that will most likely make you uh, snort your milk out if you're drinking milk. Or at least chortle at the yeah. idea of something. Um, and yeah, like I was saying, talking upstream, we find our favorite creators uh, and we chat with them about why they do what they do. Uh, what was their motivating force, their process. And then we pitch them an original idea and then we go off on that. Uh, we just released uh, season two, episode one, which was Mr. Taylor King. Awesome, awesome interview. Oh, yeah. uh, his, if, if you've been on Amazon Prime, it's actually, if you go down to, I think, horror, it on my thing, and maybe because I've watched it a couple times, I doubt it, uh, but it's like the second one under the horror category. Hmm. Uh, super hot. So check it out. Yeah, awesome right. guy. Big Star Wars uh, fan. Um, we have some really great episodes of that coming up soon. Um I'm not going to talk about them. That's nah, a don't, show. don't spoil it. I don't want to. We got good stuff coming. It. It's some good milk. I don't want to spoil it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what we do on this show is we take those ideas that we've come up with already, and we wanted to break it down a little bit more. We wanted to make sure that uh, uh, people see how we do why uh, and why we do uh, things like Silicon Angels, Creature, mm-hmm. Pod Venture, whatever, whatever. Um, so until some people get into the stream, because uh, we always do this live, so we want to make sure that your comments are heard and paid attention to. So if anytime you're watching this and you've got something to say, or you want our story to take a different route uh, or have a better name for a character, throw it in the comments. We would love to engage. Uh, also, let us know your favorite emoji. We would like to see emojis in the chat for some reason. Yeah. Uh, that's always cool. So before any of that starts, uh, I always have a bit of like weird nerd news or uh, something that I want to chat with Dylan about. Uh, just to get his lackluster brain uh, churning. Uh, not that your brain is lackluster. It's just that I bring out the lackluster part of your brain. No, it's the I lost an hour of sleep this week because the government stole my son. That's true. I don't know why they're taxing time now, but that's pretty ridiculous. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I, I realized uh, it, 
they just put out recently at MCU news that Blade is going to make his official appearance, uh, which is, you know, cast by Mahershala Ali. Now, his voice was in the mm-hmm. the end credit the forevers of <laughs> the Eternals. <laughs> oh, that's uh, yeah. And you can hear you can hear his voice. But apparently uh, Werewolf by Night will be the first appearance of uh, Mahershala Ali's blade which makes me think because the the more i'm learning about this you know it is werewolf by night it is coming out on halloween it's Mm -hmm. going to be a halloween special that is set place in the mcu Mm -hmm. and it's also directed by michael giacchino who is a phenomenal musician composer literally makes some of the best scores i've ever heard Uh, what else is giacchino directed or is that your question no my question to you was what does an MCU holiday special look like? Because most holiday specials are kind of fun and light and stupid, you know, like Treehouse of Horrors, where they don't really matter. But with you have Moon Knight coming out this month, uh, you're going to have Werewolf by Night, which has Blade in it, which means it's probably not too light. So what do you think this holiday special is going to be like? I think it's going to have some cameos, and I think that it's going to impact the MCU in a way where if you don't watch it, you are going to at least be like, huh? If you watch something that comes out after it. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to yeah, be some important, some cameo or some reference or some inevitability that is mentioned in Werewolf by Night that will be required, that will make it required viewing moving forward for the MCU canon to make sense to people. Yeah, but I'm thinking that this is a way that they can kind of establish a character like, you know, Moon Knight, but then also do a little bit of fan service by making him show up, say one of the most famous mm-hmm. lines of Moon Knight's, you know, career, and then uh, kind of dip out while being funny, but no real, you know, anything. So uh, I, I, I'm mm-hmm. curious. The famous line, of course, being hippity hoppity, get off my property. Yeah, which yeah. everyone knows is probably the coolest thing that... Um, any character has yeah. ever said. I was also thinking that it would be a great way to bring uh, Keanu Reeves's Constantine. Uh, okay, that's actually a whole different universe. Different topic, which I'm going to get to soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm reading too far ahead of my notes. Uh, but so Giacchino has only directed. This will be his third thing. He did one episode of Star Trek uh, called Short Treks, which sounds stupid. Which? Uh, oh, in 2019, which um, I think is nothing that good. Uh, and pro- then it-, it was a promo, I think, for Discovery. Oh, okay. There were a bunch. It was like an anthology. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he did one episode of that, and then he did a short called Monster Challenge. So this will be his first kind of big thing. So it's this odd. I don't know. I hope that he's got a good eye. I don't see why huh. I wouldn't. Um, in other MCU news, you know, obviously with uh, Disney Plus bringing all those Marvel shows into disney plus the daredevil jessica jones um you know luke cage iron fist unfortunately the defenders punisher all that's hitting up there and with charlie cox's daredevil being in the last spider-man movie they kind of talked to him and he showed up at a comic-con recently and he was saying that uh the, the mcu's version of Charlie Cox's Daredevil is going to be like a reimagining, a rebirth of Daredevil, which mm-hmm. just makes sense with all the multiversal ways to bring actors in without actually doing anything. Um, but what I want to talk about is Dune news. Dues. Dune yes. news. Obviously, part two is coming out mm-hmm. soon. 
excited about that. They're oh, going to yeah. start casting. There's some pretty big characters in the second half of this, mm-hmm. or at least second part of this. And one of them is um, Princess Irulan. Is that Irulan? Irulan? Something yeah. like that. Now, uh, apparently Florence Pugh is up for this. Uh, now, you know that you know this story a lot better than I do. What do you think of Florence Pugh's casting? Is it just because she's kind of hot right now, or does she actually fit that role? I think she kind of fits that role. Um, the 1984 one, I don't remember the actor's name, but it had um, like someone who looks kind of like Florence Pugh um, in the role, like kind of blonde and you know similar. Um, Irulan doesn't do a whole lot in the first book. Mostly mm. shows up at the end. Yeah. Um, and you know you have uh, spoilers. I'm not going to spoil it. But uh, yeah, you had Virginia Madsen as uh, yeah. Princess Irulan in the first movie in the the Lynch movie. Made famous um, from Monk. Oh yeah. <laughs> huh. Wow. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't have that connection, but, um, no, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because in the book, every chapter starts with a section of the history of the empire or the history of Dune or the meditations on Prince Muad'Dib or something like that. And a lot of them are written by her character after the fact. So she's the one who imparts a lot of backstory to the reader. And I wonder how they're going to do it if they do it in part two. Yeah. I'm curious. Cause I mean, she's a big name right now. So mm-hmm. uh, to me, it's like, okay, well, I don't know if this is like a, a, a big character in Villeneuve's version or if, um, you know, I mean, who knows? It, it would fit with Villeneuve casting big names in relatively small parts. Like, I mean, part one had a, had pretty much everybody be a big character. Yeah. Um, in other weird news, uh, movie stuff, they are working on a God of War movie. Uh, they got the writers of the Wheel right. of Time, the Amazon series. They're going to start working on that. Uh, two things I wanted to ask you about this. Number one, have you, well, I guess there's probably multiple questions. Have you played the God of War series? Barely. I yeah. played the, the, I played God of War b whatever they they named one of the games the same as the first one so there's god of war god of war 2 god of war 3 god of war and now they're doing god of war 2 again but they're different games so i played part of the one where you have a kid yeah yeah that's part of it yeah Yeah, that's the newer series yeah i I know Um, of it like it it kind of the game releases kind of paralleled my own kind of like interest in gaming so yeah. I was always aware of it. I just never had a Sony device to play it on. Yeah. So I played the original ones. I haven't played them mm-hmm. after I think the third one. Uh, yeah. I so I don't know the new one. So what I when I heard of a God of War movie, to me Kratos just screams and jumps and stabs people. Like there's no yeah. real movie except for him kind of attacking very very large cool looking things. Right. Uh, I didn't even know that he had a son because I think that's in the the second series. Um, so it's just really interesting how they're going to do a movie where pretty much the character is just mad at gods and uh, going at it. Um, but if you haven't seen it, then or played him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, the last bit of movie trivia that, that I found aggressively interesting. Uh, Michael Jai White has a, a, a movie production studio. And apparently the latest production that they're starting to work on 
is a a biopic of Billy Joel. Now, okay. Billy Joel has not given permission to actually has refused permission for his name, his likeness, and his songs. But the the person that's making this movie is the son of the music producer that was apparently during the worst time in Billy Joel's life. So you have this movie producer Ooh. who kind of told these tales to his four-year-old son who grew up knowing who Billy Joel is, who now is making a biopic. Do you think there's a way that you could do a biopic on a musician without using his name, his likeness, or his songs? Like a stuck record, the only one that stands out is Walk Hard, <clears throat> where it is a parody of Johnny Cash biopics with elements of other ones. Yeah. So, but they, oh, yeah, but without using his likeness, yeah, it's going to be kind of tough. So I'm pretty, mm. I'm pretty interesting how to, uh, and why would you do a musician if you can't even use his music? Like he has epic music and yeah, yeah so, so weird. Uh, but yeah, that's all the weird movie news that I came across this week. Um, so we're going to get into what this show does. I'm going to let Dylan uh, tell you what we're going to do, what we have done and uh, what we're going to try to get done. Yeah, so uh, this time, this time, this on time. this show, what we do is kind of expand on the work that we try to do in talking upstream. Sometimes our interviews go a little long, which is cool. We love it when that happens. Way cool. But sometimes we get a chance to actually spend some time talking about like story and outlining some stuff and getting some stuff done. So that's what Twitching Upstream is, is to do more of that without the interview segment. And the project that we're working on right now was tentatively called Relics way back when we first did it in episode 24. And now I think it's Geosnatcher, something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, I mean, title is always TBD. I, it does kind of fit the tone towards what you go for. Whatever. So uh, well, what we Relics is already like a weird horror movie from the 90s, though. I mean, and it's... Uh, horror movie from like 2019 and a horror movie from like 2012 titles are dime a dozen whatever anyway what we're doing now geo snatcher uh the rough idea it was originally a text message from zach to me saying that it was uh what happens if during a national treasure style clue hunt so you know globe trotting clue following historical tie-ins that sort of stuff what if some geocaching bro just kind of interrupted the sequence and made things difficult for the treasure hunters? So we came up with Geosnatcher. The idea is that Patton Cage, he's a museum acquisitions guy. He's loosely based on Laura Croft. I Laura? 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 Laura. Croft. Craft? Laura. Laura. Croft. Croft. Has a fair amount of money. Um, Do I say that weird? No, I'm intentionally oh. being obtuse. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Patton Cage and Dirk Romulus are rival treasure hunters. One of them works for a museum. One of them is a black market guy, but he tends to sell them to people who give them back to museums anyway, could just get some cash on the side. And Jack Van Gray, <coughs> excuse me, is uh, like descended from a long line of treasure hunters. Takes it very seriously and has a very serious reputation. Uh, he's obsessed with finding Paul McCartney's actual grave because remember, Paul is dead. Isn't dead? What's the it's Paul's not dead. No, Paul. Well, it, the the conspiracy theory is that Paul is dead and right. has been dead okay. since Abbey Road. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, they the Ro- three of them Road. are on. Abe Abe Road. Um, Road. Uh, but they are on a tr- hunt for, I believe, Alexander the Great's remains. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm reacquainted myself. Like I said, we lost an hour of sleep this week, and it hit me way harder and way later than I expected. Hell yeah. <sighs> um. <laughs> Then along the way, they wind up in Florida. Um, but when they land up in Florida, not only do they realize that the trail has gone cold, the trail has gone cold because Connor, who works at Everglades Tour Boats LLC, has intercepted the trail accidentally while on a geocaching trip and is trying to sell the clue on the internet. He works with a woman named Jasmine. They have a quirky will-they-won't-they romantic comedy stuff. And ultimately, this is probably going to have the tone of like a... Like a What's the, who's the who's the producer with the tree that gets hit by lightning? Who's the producer? Oh, um, uh, Bruckheimer. Icon, icon. Oh, Bruckheimer. It's probably going to have like a Jerry Bruckheimer tone, you know, kind of loose and fun and PG thirteen ish. Mm. Probably PG. Yeah, want, PG. kids are going to go see this. Kids got to um, see this. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get the money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. We had Act 1. It was a treasure hunt for Alexander the Great's remains in the Philippines. Everybody arrives on the site. Uh, Jack Van Gray leaves Beanie Babies as his calling card. It's a very rare Beanie Baby. Uh, there's an underground treasure hunting kind of circuit. Uh, we They, you know, are like, oh, the so-and-so beat us to it again. I wonder what they're doing now. And then we cut to a shadowy figure jumping through the wilderness. It turns out it's just Connor. He's someone college kid who goes to university in miami and wears like a one of those tank tops with the really low cut armholes mm. um and probably has that haircut where it's kind of like swooped up and back and like fake wild mm. i don't know like a like a like a normal version of ryan reynolds yeah um brian reynolds brian reynolds <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, he's a, he's got a collection of weird geocaching oddities. He makes a little side hustle selling them on eBay. Uh, he's crushing on Jasmine, who he works with. He's got a missing dad. It's not important, but it's a red herring, so you think he might be related to someone. Uh, he enters a geocaching contest. Something There's a big cache in the Everglades. Uh, Jasmine covers the shift so he can go out, finds the cache, doesn't find the cache. He actually finds a fountain of youth, which is just ruin. We're not going to have him be immortal. Unless we want to. We'll get there. That's a decision for later. He finds a jar of salt. He finds a jar of salt. He's like, all right, this is weird, but I found it. Uh, He does not win the competition because that's not the prize. So in his anger, he posts the salt for sale on the internet. Dirk and Patton do some clue riddling, figure out the clue chain leads to the ruins, find his alligator pin because he dropped it there when he was in the uh, forest, jungle, whatever. Uh, They kind of like do the bumbling heist thing where they you know, pretend that they're ineffectual, non, non people, uh, find his posting online, hunt him down, meet up in his apartment. We have some weird interaction between the three of them. And then Jack shows up at the tour boat office. I think that's when we left. Um, we had, we had some clues for later on. Yeah. Where Dirk and Patton and Connor wind up beating Jack to the next clue, but Connor's trinket isn't, or his trinket. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Jack calls them because he's kidnapped Jasmine, offers them a trade. Uh, they're surprised that Jack would take a hostage. Um, and I think there was some, there was some sort of misdirect there. 
but they yeah. arranged to meet at the food truck at the black market, the taco place, not the Thai place. Right. And then ultimately we learned that Jack is Patton's long lost uncle and wants, wanted this to be like a side-by-side family bonding experience. So we're a little all over the place right now. We're probably all over the place. Now, mm-hmm. re- reading that back though, what do you think um, is the most important thing for us to work on right now? Uh, well, highlighted in yellow that I put down last week, to do, get the <clears> ending, <throat> and we're missing a very big step somewhere in here. Yeah, that, that is a solid to do. Yeah. Um, okay, so the ending. Um, now, obviously we can go the route of maybe our hero kind of, not our like uh, Patton. You know, Patton maybe um, dies or is like dying, you know, and then Connor takes over for him mm-hmm. uh, or becomes his kind of Robin. I think those are some easy endings. Okay. Uh, or I guess character endings. Um, the man in gray, I feel like there's something, or Jack Van Gray, I think there's something that we have to have a pretty solid twist on his character. I think he's doing all this for a reason. Um, and I think that uh, Jasmine and Connor should not get together, but we should definitely sure. finish up her storyline as well. Mm-hmm. So. What of that do you think is easiest? I think we need to figure out Jack's motivation. Yeah. <laughs> um, And honestly, I think one thing that we're missing here is the drive for like the big trail they're on. Like we have them opening up with searching for Alexander the Great's remains. Sure. Yeah. But the opening is always a cold a cold open. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to relate to the actual thing at the end. <clears throat> so we should figure out like what is the big what's the big historical mystery they're trying to figure out? Like in in um National Treasure, it's where the treasure of the founders was. In you know, various other treasure hunting things, they have their big the great the the white whale. Yeah. Indiana Jones Ark of the Covenant. Like, there's always that thing that is the MacGuffin. Um, what about that that spear thing, that spear of destiny? I think because it would need sure. to be it would need to be older than some of the things they're looking for, right? Because if they're on a trail for things, yeah. you would think that it would kind of either have to go back in time or at least the ultimate one be the oldest thing. Right. I my only thing about Spear of Destiny is that it's it's been done a lot in stuff that I'm aware of. Oh yeah, like Constantine. Yeah, well, it's a pretty it, uh, Dresden Files has it show up. Like, I mean, mm. the Spear of Longinus is a pretty well tread like fiction like myth in fiction. Yeah, but if, if we want it to be something that could be historical and monetary, and if we want to relate it to Alexander the Great's tomb we could have it be cleopatra's tomb nobody really knows where it is all right that sounds cool related yeah and there's probably some real cool stuff in there yeah like a snake yeah or like golden cats yeah oh hell yeah yeah we're gonna go after that golden cat all right cool we we want those golden cats ultimate ultimate goal yeah 
find Cleopatra's tomb. Because we had the joke in one of the earlier episodes doing this this particular story where the tomb is in Alexandria, but they've already looked through Alexandria. No, Alexandria, Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, to Virginia. And it's like, oh, man, I don't want to go to Virginia. Yeah, kind of like Virginia. Well, but then you have your big establishing shot of, like, Washington, D.C. and the Washington Monument, the Capitol building. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You have your big treatise on American history, whatever. Um, But I think we should do some character stuff, ultimately. Yeah, Uh, Some further character stuff, mostly in Connor and Jasmine, because we've figured out Patton, Dirk, and Jack for the most part. We did some character stuff on them last time. I also like maybe like a scene of so Connor has whatever they need to get into one part of their journey, right? Yeah. So I, I kind of like the idea of maybe like Connor being like, fine, but you got to help me do this geocaching exercise. <laughs> and they're like, no, no. And he's like, I just got to get these points. I'm really interested in, you know, winning this challenge thing. You got to so help think... me. You got to help hook me up with my coworker. And they're like, no, man, that's weird. Like, we're not going to yeah. do that. And he's like, fine. Help me on my geocaching. And they're like, all right, that's a lot more reasonable and not as creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's like right before they go to the end, the end scene. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So... We should change the salt then. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think the salt should be something a little bit more that has uh, a good visual to it, but also yeah. can be used as a key inadvertently. You know, I, I think, I think that's always a pretty solid trope in, um, you know, like, finding movies it's like it's like oh what is this thing it's like oh but if you put it into this right it's a key here for some um, reason the centuries old mechanisms still run perfectly even though they're covered in fake cobwebs and like torches yeah i mean w- wood doesn't degrade no of course not um <laughs> so one thing that we could do is that mm-hmm. it could be something brought over by ponce de leon that way the fountain of youth could be a mistranslation of like it wasn't supposed to grant eternal life it was supposed to make the rest of your life worth living it's all gold or something you know it's gold or Mm. money or something like that yeah and then it could be uh let's see i'm gonna do a little bit of cleopatra let's see cleopatra medallion artifact yeah or some kind of cat (laughs) i mean yeah hell let's make it let's just make it a cat medallion it's a golden cat (laughs) Yeah, he or, finds a gold or, cat in the ruins or, of like some Mesoamerican Everglades thing, or just finds it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's see. Finds a golden cat. Medallion. It's a cat. Golden cat, not a medallion. <laughs> it can't be a medallion, sure. Ah, it's a statue. Uh, let's see. Almost immediately after, he refuses to believe he's been beaten to the punch. He thinks Dirk and Patton are behind it. Connor goes to submit what it is in his uh, in his anger, and because it's a golden cat statue, I mean, yeah, he posts it for sale online. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got like the seven day bidding, and the biddings are getting pretty high. Yeah, cool. Uh, they find Connor's work pin, follow it to Everglades tour. They heist his information from the back office while the other distracts Jasmine, but she immediately knows what's going on because it's not her first rodeo with people t- weird. She's in Florida. It's not her first time having weirdos break into her place of work and try and get into the computer. <clears throat> no, that's where Florida man lives. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it's his uh, it's his stomping grounds. 
But uh, she immediately lets Connor know some weirdos are in on him or after him. She she yeah. just plays it cool. She's like, I'm not getting stabbed for this job. You guys take whatever you want and I'll just, I'll be outside. I'll be outside. I'm not going to call the cops. She just, yep. you know, Jasmine's savvy. She knows what's up. She's pretty savvy. Connor thinks her rival geocachers and decides to go on the run with the cat, the gold cat. Uh, Dirk and Patton go to Connor's apartment. Connor tricks him into taking a fake clue. Yeah. Mm, you want to stick with that? Cool. Um, not not a fake clue. Maybe like a, a, like a fake something, you know, like. <clears throat> because I, I like them having something that isn't that they I, I don't know how this is going to work out. Sure. But I like I like Connor giving him something that they think is the right thing. They don't maybe know exactly why, but they think it's the right thing. because mm-hmm. That's what he found when they all get to the final part, uh, the final location. It doesn't work. Um, okay. Because, yeah. Because yeah. So I was kind of going with that trope. They gave him. They gave him a fake MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to figure out what it is right now. Not right now. No. Cool. Well, knowing us, we will say that it's something and stick to it too strongly, and then it'll be an issue like the salt. <laughs> We're like, well, we said salt, so it's going to be salt. How do we work salt. that in? <laughs> How? Okay, but it has to work with the salt. But it would need to be something that has to do with. Cleopatra to a it, degree, but we'll get back there. It's convincingly Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever Connor has on hand, who knows? Maybe it's who knows? Um, or hell, it could just be like a bottle of crystal skull vodka, and it's just yep. this, this <laughs> or, ancient or bottle did... is what they used to drink uh sipping chocolate out of. Yeah, or it's like just like a uh so if depending on who Jasmine is, she could collect like um uh, like courts, fake like courts things, and I know one of the big like uh, trends is to have like a, you know pyramids, tiny pyramids that are like you know made out of different things. So maybe Connor just quickly grabs one of those and hands them out. Like hey, it's this diamond, uh, you know, pyramid. Oh man, you know. Jasmine is like an astrology, astrology like crystal girl. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's like, Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I like the idea that Connor like gives her a hard time for it, and she's like, listen. I understand that like magic isn't real, but this makes me feel like I'm in control of something that I don't have control of. So drop it. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. So maybe we could even like foreshadow that in the very beginning. And Connor's like, I don't believe in this stuff. And she's like, listen, you don't understand the way the universe works. It's crazy. Trust me. And if this thing that maybe she puts like in his window, um, you know, for like sunlight or whatever, uh, that way, when the the bad guys come, they they take this piece instead, and then possibly at the end, that piece is what saves them. It like refracts an ancient laser or something. Yeah, or somewhere he just stabs him with it or something. Or just or they just stab someone with it. Yeah, that's cool too. But I like it being Chekhov's like Chekhov's gun. Yeah, Chekhov's crystal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where is that? She like Connor has a particular crystal trinket. Jasmine once gave him its check of some Chekhov's crystals. It's spelled somehow like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's like a keychain that he had that like broke um in like the uh the last expedition, or uh whenever we do cut them together, she whenever we introduce her, she's giving him this, you know, uh, uh gemstone or whatever. Uh, something along those yeah. lines. I, I yeah. Think that's- I think that's good for now. We see, and it can uh, have like 
it can have some sort of old significance to them if they had that on again off again thing it's like when did you give me this it was the third time we got back together oh yeah so wait it's my turn to get us one next time there's not going to be a next time connor yeah, and if we do it on a keychain kind of thing, then obviously we could have like the visual cue later, which is like uh, maybe it was on the key ring that uh, has like the one, like the best fan boat or sorry, the fastest fan boat. And then later when they need a fan boat ride, uh, she grabs the keys and like that. that oh, yeah. Gone. Cool. But yeah, maybe we should take all the people and kind of give them their own arcs to see how we can kind of merge yeah. them all around. Yeah, let's do it. Or do we want to do that now, or do we want to keep going through the plot a little bit? Maybe let's 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 work on the characters so we can kind of. Okay. I, th I think I think with what the character arcs are doing, we can kind of help out the the, the plot. Cool. Um. So if we have like the two main treasure hunters, right? You got uh, Patton and uh, Dirk. Now, what what do you think is a, is a compelling story? If all of our story is about two treasure hunters looking for cleopatra's like were, were they like um were they like an ex team uh the, that did this yeah the original idea we had the reason we called it relics is because they were two aging treasure hunters who got back into the game because their love of it kind of pushed them back together yeah okay i, I i'm into that Well, okay. That makes the, that makes the name of the movie make more sense, right? <laughs> I forgot about that part. That's okay. Uh, I forgot about a lot. We yeah, probably I, go, I should probably go. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long time to exist. Time. Um. Anyway, so uh, Connor's or Jasmine's arc. Um, she collects crystals and other quote unquote hippie trinkets. Mm -hmm. not because she necessarily uh, believes in their literal power but because she uh, but because the ritual of collecting them gives her some measure of control over a chaotic existence hell yeah uh once gave a crystal keychain to Connor mm -hmm. uh, after their third time back together. <clears throat> that keychain, uh, okay, hold on. Um, Atten and Dirk mistake the crystal for a clue and steal it. That tips them off to dot 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 something yeah so i would assume that at one point like dirk or Patton, one one of the two uh like when when they finally catch up with connor and he has hidden the the cat or left it in the office or whatever they're like we know you have it you have to have just found it and they pat him down and all that he has on him is that gemstone because it had just broken off the crystal yeah and they go well, th well then what's this and he's like i I honestly don't know. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, and decides to, he does not go on the run. No, he does go on the run. Yeah. Okay. But they ca they catch him. Yes. Um. Okay. So. One Connor thinks him. Connor thinks they're rival geocachers and decides to go on the run with the gold cat. Dirk and Patton go to Connor's apartment. 
Connor. Okay. Go to Connor's apartment and when they pat him down, they find the gem that has broken off his keychain. The logic being you haven't had time to hide anything. What's this? Yeah. <laughs> cool. And meanwhile, at the I, office, Jasmine has a cat hidden. Yeah. When Jack shows up there. I was also thinking that if we wanted to keep like kind of the eBay thing, like he, he just puts it on eBay. Um, maybe Jasmine, uh, in like a, an intelligent move, buys it. Like oh, makes up like yeah. a username, buys it. And that way they can be like, look, it's sold. We, we He already shipped it out. Like we don't have it anymore. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe... I, I do I like that yeah um Jack shows up he uh knows the clue is going to be something vaguely Egyptian mm-hmm. so he well how would he find the cat then I would assume that um through so I I guess in my vision, Jack goes to the place and kind of befriends Jasmine first, right? Like he's kind of being nice to her and maybe he Mm -hmm. sees a bunch of trinkets and he's like, oh, so what's all this stuff? And then maybe Jasmine has this thing where it's like, oh, the other guy who works here, he's like a a geocacher and all of the treasures that he finds, he sells on eBay, blah, 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 and, you know, kind of funds his weird little trips. Um, And then maybe like on a hunch, like he either finds you know, Connor's eBay page or just Google's somehow like just checks on it or has I mean, the page. Hell, what if Connor's just an idiot and has it open on his desktop? Yeah. That's I, I think I was just about to get to that. Okay. Like he cool. just has, he just has the listing open because he's, he's checking the bids. Yeah. Desktop. He drops the friendly facade. You know, yeah. we got, you know, you we would get an actor like um like Pete Postlethwaite rip where you know he's like, oh ha ha ha. Or, you know, you can very, very yeah. clearly see his temperature change. And maybe he sees like he sees like the listing on the computer and kind of slowly turns like the monitor around to face him. He's like, Oh, when did he find this? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Jazz was like, uh, uh earlier. And it's like, well, can I can I look at this one? And you know whatever and maybe he like yeah. takes jasmine hostage and she like on her phone quickly like starts up a new user and, and buys it yeah no i like i like her buying it some yeah yeah cool okay uh let's see while in his uh control not in his control in his imprisonment yeah in his custody yeah while in his custody, she makes a quick eBay account and does the buy now option. And then we can have a joke later where Connor jokes about her owing him money. Yeah. And he's like, well, you can make it up, make it up to me by buying me dinner sometime. And she just pulls out her wallet and just throws a wad of 20s at him. Yeah. I also like the idea of whenever we do cut back to the other one maybe Connor gets a notification on his phone that this thing just sold and whoever he's with grabs his phone and is like, what, what's this? And he's like, I, I just, I, I found that, er- I found that earlier. It's, it's nothing. It's like, 
that's the key. It's not this stupid fucking gemstone. Yeah. So like, so Jasmine like does a good thing, but also it's kind of the cause of Connor's, you know, but it moves I, the plot forward. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. So Connor thinks a rival geocacher says going to run. Does he go on the run with the gold cat? I think that the gold no. cat is just hidden somewhere. Um, I don't think he has it. He hides it in he, the office. Yeah, it's in the office. Uh, puts it up for eBay, blah, blah, mm -hmm. And I would assume that whatever that broken piece is, maybe like at the final scene, whenever, whatever piece that cat's feet fit into that would turn the knobs, you know, mm -hmm. uh, he would try to like fit the gemstone in first. That's when the notification of the phone pops. He like throws the gemstone. And um, then for some reason, when they're leaving there, uh, he falls and lands on the gemstone, uh, which which kills the bad of the two. If one of them's bad, I thought the, I thought the general idea was that Dirk and Patton are generally good; they're just misguided. Okay, that's and fine. Ja too. Jack is the antagonist. He's not a bad guy, but he's an antagonist in that he's the opposing force that wants them to not accomplish their goal. Okay. I don't know that yeah. we need anybody to die in this. Um, that's hey, that's fair. You're the one always texting me. We need more death in our stories. You're right. Um, I do like a bleak ending. Um, that's true. Yeah. Let's go. Let, let's go less bleak. Yeah. No. This is this is like uh, this is Sunday afternoon USA movie. Yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll your grandpa will be like, oh, you know what I saw on 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 a it was on USA the other day. It was a there's, movie called Relics. It was about no, treasure hunters. No, not Relics. Not no, Relic. Not, no, re not Relics. No, re relics. Not Relics with a Z. That's about those. There was a cat, and they were in Florida. You know your grandma and I went to. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. This is this is something that's safe for kids and safe for sponsors. Yeah. Um Connor takes. Uh, let's see. Takes the initiative in their confusion. And escapes. Where did they take him? I think they take him. Where where did they take him? Because if they're at the next clue, they they know Alexandria, Virginia. Oh, they're going immediately there. <laughs> well, they had the final clue. Well, they had the final the final okay. key. Cool. Because we're still in the second <laughs> act here. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't found out that they haven't found out that they're in the wrong they got the wrong stuff. I, I like the idea that they like put him in like a an airplane or something. And he's like, wait, I'm at work. Where are you guys taking me? I can't wait. Wait a minute. And he starts realizing, yeah. oh, oh God, I'm being abducted. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and maybe he like just calls he calls Jasmine who is getting abducted at the time from work. He's like, I should call Jasmine and tell her I'm not going to be there. <laughs> he get, He's like incoming call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, take on the way. He tries to use his cell to call Jasmine to see if she'll cover his shift because hold up. Oh, thank you. Yes, he's being abducted. But he's getting an incoming call from Jasmine. 
and he thinks it's, she's going to be yelling for being late. And he's like, I'm not going to take that. <laughs> for being late, so he doesn't pick up. <laughs> I, I really that's I really like that. That's really yeah, funny. I think that's funny. Um, she calls Connor because she knows now that people are after the thing he found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think oh, that's great. Man. This is this is, that's good. Yeah, he like got to call Jasmine. I got to call Jasmine. Incoming call, Jasmine. Shit. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Ignore. Ignore. <laughs> yeah. And I like whenever like whenever they're trying to interact with each other is when the other one messes up. Like yeah. you know, yes. but I heard buying the thing later on, it gets him in trouble again. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh let's see. All right. So Dirk and Patton, they are going to Alexandria. They get to Alexandria. Does Connor escape at this point? No, because they, they like walk him to where they think the tomb's going to be, uh, or wherever the thing is, and they like, all right, give me give me the key. And he's like, I don't have anything. And this is where that scene where like they kind of well, I guess they would have had him down earlier. So they they like try to put the the crystal into stuff and like what what is this? And then that's when the notification that the cat okay. sold. And cool. like they look at this cat and they go. They look at maybe his phone, like you, you just sold a golden yeah. cat, and they look at whatever the wall is, and it'd be a perfect like four cat feet. And they go, Oh my god, and they you know, throw the crystal, mm-hmm. and they're like, We gotta go back to the goddamn bamboo place. Oh, we have to go back to Miami, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, let's see. Connor gets a notification the cat sold. They take him to where the tomb supposedly is and realize the crystal is a fake MacGuffin. Mm. eBay alert lets them know the cat statue is the real key. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. You mean we have to go Miami near the Everglades? What's that? I don't... Is Miami close to the Everglades or do we need to set this somewhere else? That's close, I guess. Uh... The drive from Miami Beach to Everglades National Park is 60 miles. <clears throat> An hour. An hour, 42 minutes in normal traffic. Traffic's pretty bad there. Apparently. I mean, it's Florida. You can only go in so many directions. That's true. Uh, let's see. Then oh. you run into the man. <laughs> yeah, they can be in a suburb of Miami. Uh, they, can yeah. be in, they can be in West End, next to the Walmart Supercenter and Town Love. Place Suites by Marriott Miami aggressively specific <laughs> but yeah i'm just i'm looking at a direct map and i'm like oh that's convenient that is convenient maybe riverboat tours out there why not yeah if you go back to miami aha uh-huh, uh-huh. uh now <sighs> okay so maybe now i'm thinking either something makes them stay there knowing that Jack is going to come with the key. So maybe Jasmine, I don't know if Jack would give Jasmine his real name because she could just name her username eBay like Jack Van Gray. Jack <laughs> like, Van oh Gray God. abducted Jasmine. Please yeah. help Connor. <laughs> it's like, what a long username. I kind of like that. Yeah. And but go, Connor doesn't is... notice. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He she doesn't does that. It. She does yeah. that. Connor does not notice until the very end where he's like, Jasmine, 
I thought you were at work. And she's like, what the hell do you mean? I set my username is blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I never read the usernames of the people who buy my shit. Yeah, I don't care what their name is. <laughs> uh, I, I think at this point, when they realize they have the wrong MacGuffin, yeah. I think that's when Connor takes the initiative and tries to escape. And we have a little chase scene or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay with that. Um, I don't know if maybe if like the key is like a two parter because, you know, like Jack has the key and he's going to be there. And either they go back to Miami, Connor flees or they wait for Jack. I think that's the only choices they would have now. (laughs) Maybe Jack doesn't know the location, but they do. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to get them together though. Hmm. The classic one is that Jack might have planted a tracker on their vehicle. Um, maybe Connor has location settings on on his phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. They got they have a Find My Friend app. Um, yeah, yeah, because he always gets lost in the Everglades. Yeah, he's always lost. Yeah. So yeah, there's gonna, the, the fi- he he just turns a Find My Friend on, and the only one on there is Connor. Uh, has a find my friend app on because he's always geocaching in the wilderness and gets yeah. lost enough that Jasmine, man, I like to hold down that shift key, yeah. uh, gets lost enough that Jasmine has to come get him. So, and if we <laughs> allude to that in the beginning, like say that he's going on a quick like geocaching trip and he gets so lost that Jasmine has to use that app to find him. Uh, and that would be a good way to kind of like foreshadow yeah. that, um, which would also let him know like he was so far away from his original target. Yeah. I think that's cool. Something like, um, I mean, hell, it could even be a line where he's like, thanks for covering. I got this contest. I got to go. And she's like, do you have the app? And he's like, he asks her, do you still have that app? You, you still have that app, right? And she goes, I just haven't gotten around to deleting it yet. And he goes, yeah. add a girl. Like, yeah, there oh. you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. So then Jack turns the the location thing on, and he's like, yeah. "Ugh, Alexandria, Virginia. I should have known." <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, and escapes while turning on the Find My Friend app on his phone. We got a little chase around Alexandria. We can showcase the city a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Alexandria, Virginia, landmarks. Let's see what there is in here. So one of the two guys chases Connor, and the other one has to wait by the key, knowing Jack's going to be there soon. Or that's kind of, that's kind of a neat building. Yeah. Huh. George Washington Masonic National Memorial. Yeah. All right. We all we all like Sonics. Nah. No, okay. Fair. Sonic the Hedgehog? No. Oh. The Tater Son- Tot and Milkshake Place. Uh, okay. Whatever. They got tots, I, bro. I, yeah, a lot of places have tots and they're probably No, better. they don't. Mm-hmm. Name another place has got tots. Wendy's. Does not have tots. Mm, when was no. the last time you went to Wendy's? Uh today. I don't believe that. All right, well, let's move on with the story. All right, moving on. So, uh, <laughs> Connor takes the initiative in their confusion and escapes while turning on the Find My Friend app on his phone. A little chase scene around Alexandria uh, with Connor showing his geocaching parkour skills while Dirk and Patton bumble around. Yeah. Um, we, I'm going to mark 
unseen by the audience. That way we think it's like, oh, it's the lowest point of the movie. How are they going to connect to each other? And then we end the chase scene with Connor, like Connor, I don't know, jumps into a river or something to escape and gets yeah. away. He gets away somehow. And he's sure. been in the Everglades so he can swim. Like he's used to water. Yeah. Um, cut to Jasmine. What's Jasmine doing with Jack? I imagine he's kind of a gentleman. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He's, he's fine. Um, yeah. but if they're still using that app, <laughs> then it's going around in a river and, uh, wherever Connor is. And um, so Jack, yeah. Jack's probably like, damn it, they're on to me. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jack's like, well, they pretty clearly put, like, thrown his track, his cell phone overboard. Yeah. Oh, they probably did but, that thing where they tied it to a raccoon. But they were in Alexandria. Yeah. So okay, let's go cool. there. <laughs> Jack is a gentleman thief and uh, exposits to Jasmine about the clue trail so far. Yeah. Uh, the hunt for Cleopatra's I tomb. I would assume that this this is the conversation where we find out that Jack's probably a good guy, that the other two probably somehow got over on him at one point. Yeah. Or maybe they were maybe they were like a trio and then them two got a little too close or like they started a relationship. So he felt third wheelie and There's bad started, blood there. Yeah. Of some sort. Yeah. But either way, we got to get to the point where it's like, oh, actually Jack's not a bad dude. Yeah. There's bad blood there, but it's um not <laughs> hateful. Yeah, you know, yeah, they don't hate each other, but there's some there's some resentment there. For yeah, some I would assume, so. What I'm gonna assume is that Dirk and Patton uh, had a relationship, which pushed Jack out of the group, right? Um, and then, as some relationships do, that broke off. So that's why uh, Patton and Dirk are not good friends, not that close yeah. anymore. But oh. this is like the big score. They want to be on the right side of history. Now they're getting back together while hunting Connor, and then through and the entire thing is Jack's attempt to get every all three of them back together. Yeah, cool. And I think yep. that's a good place to stop because we're at like fifty-five minutes right now. Oh dang! Right on. I know. Wow. We all really. Right. All right. Well, let's let's do our to-do list then. Yes. Because uh, I like I like knowing where we left off and and what we were planning on getting done. Okay. So um, I think I think we just need to solidify the ending. Um, and get all like get act figure out like a solid act three arc line. Yeah, cool. Second half of act two because I feel like you know this is kind of the second half. This is the first half. We'll have a second half where everybody kind of gets back on their ascent. Yeah, and then we'll get into act three, which is like the big final tomb raid, whatever. Yeah, why don't we do like those plot points next week? Uh, oh, the beats. I, yeah, I think we should do the beats yeah. again. Cool. Um, I think I think that's a really good way to to kind of help us uh, figure out where we are in the story. Sheet. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, that's another episode. What is that? Episode forty-eight. I think. Uh, yeah, we're is close it, to a hundred combined on these things. Wow, we. I know. Wow, we. We are getting there. Um, so if you want to follow the stuff that we do, obviously Silicon Angels is a really weird improv kind of thing about uh, sex robots and the IT calls that have to go with them. Uh, we have a beautiful uh, 17 episode 
kind of thing, uh, uh, create your own pod venture where you can choose the path that you want to take. You listen to episode one, you're like, I don't, I, I think that I should not eat this plant. I think that I should put this plant on my wounds. Uh, if that's intriguing to you, check it out. Create your own pod venture. Uh, awesome 17 little tight thing. Mm-hmm. We have a new show coming out soon uh, called PowerPoint Showdown. Uh, you'll be seeing that in the next couple of weeks. Really weird uh, improv based thing that uh, Dylan and I put together with uh, Michael Colby. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, season two of Talk Time Streams going on. Um, the first one with Taylor King is out. Next week will be uh, the casting director of The Incredibles, Princess and the Frog. Uh, her name is Jen Rudin. She's uh, amazing. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, like the president of an animation company. I'm not sure how we got that. We got pretty good producers that are getting <laughs> a good email. Really good, we're getting uh, some pretty good gigs here. Um, and also, we got some friends. You know, they really help us out and really motivate us. They're over on Patreon. We have, uh, you know, Red Flanagan. You got Sarah Tkachuk. You got Tanya Sheck, our East Coast friends. Uh, some are people that really push our show. You got Mr. James E over at the E Foundation doing some cool stuff with chess and kids. Uh, Jeff Dwoskin with all of his weird shows. Um, He's got some pretty good interviews going on. Oh, you, yeah. I, I saw if you watch if you watch his shows <laughs> at all. Um, and also Scott Curtis behind the bits. He's moving and grooving and doing oh, yeah. his old man thing, which is great. Um, good luck to the future. We're looking out for those 2022 snobby awards. Uh, hopefully, oh, we, yeah. can, we can capture a couple of those a year. Uh, that we were two years running with awards. Oh, yeah. We got some awards. Yeah, we're award winning. We should put them right under our belt um but yeah that's it guys like open up something type in some nobodies uh and check us out and if not that's cool too we appreciate your time if you thanks, want to thanks for being a snoof yeah thanks for being a snoof everybody we appreciate it <laughs> we're gonna probably try to make that work down in the future uh dylan do you have any words of wisdom to tell our friends no <laughs> love it all right well until next time folks i have been zach he's been dylan And you've been great. Drink some water. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.